This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend and welcome into another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you for another action-packed weekend. We got a huge game four in the NBA in Boston tonight. One half of the Stanley Cup final is all set with the Avs punching their ticket earlier this week in the West. Got a big game six in Tampa tomorrow to talk about. Golf, U.S. Open, Belmont, all kinds of fun stuff, plus baseball, baseball, and baseball, Mike. We got a fun weekend to preview. Hey, Carm, there he is, my guy, Carmen DeFalco, running the whole show today because Randy's <laughs> off. He's had a baseball tournament in some uh, obscure town probably somewhere. <laughs> Indianapolis, Indianapolis. obscure. Well, that's obscure to me, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, and he's looking out at the field, and, you know, I'd rather be the counterman in No Country for Old Men at the gas station when Shigur says, call it, then do that. But anyway, that you're running so the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're running the show, which basically, I mean, you're Captain Kirk today. Right. I have no use. To, I, I mean, I don't even have pointy years to be Spock. I couldn't help you with this. But you're handling the whole show. You run the board and everything else. That's awesome, Carmen. We're ready to go because we had a mixed bag last week. I was two and two yep. with the bonus pick and everything else. Uh, Randy and you were mixed. So, I mean, we're around 500 for the last couple of weeks. So, let's see if we can give out a couple winners today. Plus, we got a lot of other stuff going on. We do, yeah. And we will try to give out some winners, some best plays. We'll get some Belmont picks from Jim Miller a little bit later on. Yeah, we got the U.S. Open uh, in golf a week away, so we'll talk about some of the hot tickets with Luke Pergandy. Plus, we've got this, you know, the the Live Tournament is, or the Live Tour is underway right. with its first tournament. I, I found odds this morning. I was looking at it, Mike. I mean, I, I can't find an updated leaderboard necessarily, but uh, I found odds. DJ on, on points bet was the favorite this morning when I was looking, mm-hmm. so they're posting odds for that. We were watching a little bit of the first round yesterday uh, online. Well, it was streaming on um, oh. on their website, and I think YouTube is streaming it too. But if you go to like, how live, are you the Saudis with all this money? You can't get a TV. I, I, well, I don't know if anybody wants to do it. Yeah, like I wonder if that's Let part of the problem. If they need a gambling show and they offer the odds couple, each guy a million bucks each, you and I are on Saudi Airlines or whatever it is, and we're over there. We got sandals on, the whole ball of wax. I'll wear I'll wear anything they want me to wear, the robes, you know, as long as – because basically, I mean, it's free agency, but I do like what the PGA did. Uh, suspend them. You know what? You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say you're a contract. Well, you know what? There's two sides to every story. You know what? They're not going to be playing for the Masters, the U.S. Open, and all this other stuff, which is an absolute shame. But you know what? It's the typical characters that you always thought would probably turn. Dustin Johnson's never been in love with the game. I don't think Patrick Reed's supposed to be the biggest jerk there is. DeShambeau's been injured, and Sergio Garcia's done. So, yeah. I mean, it's good. you got to take but- the dough. I don't blame him. But I won't miss them. I mean, DJ is basically making as much the next two years on yes. this tour as he did in the previous 20 on you the gotta PGA win, Tour. you got to win like 10 tournaments to come up with the – I mean, look at look at Mickelson. He's finished. And, but but you know what? He just did it all wrong. The rollout was wrong. But, I mean, my God, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. If they, Like I said, if they offered Carmen and I, if Greg Norman says tomorrow, we want a guy to run – uh, guys to run a golf, uh, a golf gambling show. On on a uh, a network, and I'm going to pay 
pay you guys this well, much yeah, money. The, I think we talk about they're it. They're basically saying we'll give you, you know, 100% your right. career earnings and then some just for this year and next. I mean, and, that's and, what and, they've and done. I'm hearing, and I'm hearing, you know, guys, uh, media people, are you kidding me? You people sell out people for a dime. Are you nuts? And, but, but you wouldn't go over if you were offered triple of what you make now to write for the live a golf newspaper, or to uh, maybe uh, eventually get your own channel, you wouldn't go for triple, quadruple the money. People are a bunch of hypocrites. The one thing that I guess will continue to happen, even though the PGA Tour is suspending him, like when it comes to the Masters in the US Open, those are not run by the PGA. So do do they? I mean, like DJ says, he's playing next playing. week. DJ does, yeah. And there's odds on DJ for the US Open. He's about well, eighteen to one. You know, I don't know how that's happening after I heard there was a suspension. So, you so know I what think I mean? that means that they can't play like in the John Deere or the Memorial or the Colonial or but at they Bay can play Hill. in the majors. But they could play in the majors because wow. the PGA Tour doesn't sanction well, then those events. No, well, then God bless. They should all go over there and grab the money. Then. I mean, right, I wonder, if you could play in the majors, I yeah. mean, if you're going to get fifty million dollars, let's say you're uh, like Patrick Reed, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. They offer you fifty million, and you can still play in the majors. If I'm the PGA, that's a downer. That's a downer because it's almost like saying Joe Namath for the Jets could have played for the Jets and also some games in the NFL. Now that's a bad example. I'll give you one. When I was a kid, there was no bigger race than the Indianapolis Five Hundred. Mm-hmm. Then what happened was there was a friction with the ownership, and some of the drivers split off. And they ran the Michigan 500 on the same day as they ran the Indianapolis 500. Mm. And the drivers were split. The Indy's never been the same, ever. That's interesting. And and I think if people, yeah, you could look it up. The Indy's never been the same. It's still a premier race. But, I mean, it was huge in the 60s and 70s and early 80s. And then there was a split with the Unzers and other people. Michigan 500, Indy, both run on the same day. Now. What happens if uh, that happens here, where more guys start to play like Kepka? I wonder. Like, I wonder. I can't believe Kepka wasn't offered the money, or maybe he turned. Maybe he wasn't. I think he might have turned him down. I do wonder, like, if there's some, if this tour's got some legs, and if it'll continue to take big names away from the PGA Tour, and what that's going to look like. Um, It'll be interesting, I guess, to follow this in in, in the coming. I mean, if they're playing, if they're on TV, I'll take a look at it. But I mean. If they're not in the Masters, I mean, I just don't understand how the PGA is going to let them get away with playing in the majors because then it's easy to take a walk. Okay, you're not going to play. Uh, how about the players? How about the players? Uh, they're not going to be uh, eligible for the FedEx Cup. Right. That's your right. Like the Players' the Championship or the FedEx Cup, the Ryder Cup. That you're correct about. Yeah. yeah. That, that you're not. That's going to make it look real interesting. And I don't Ryder know if Cup I'm time. correct or not about the other thing, but I heard they were also 17 well, guys. Yeah. No, they were. You're right. I mean, so DJ, I can, DJ completely withdrew from the tour. The other he guys. Resigned from he the resigned tour, from so the tour. How's yeah. he playing in the U.S. Open? Because it's a USGA-sanctioned event and not a PGA Tour-sanctioned event. Okay. I think that's why. Well, we'll see. It, but and there's odds God. on DJ for next week. I mean, he's in the field as far as yeah. I understand it. Hey, look, Phil Mickelson, he's the one taking the brunt. But once everything cleared up, 
I started saying to myself, you know, I, I even sent a tweet out to Norman, 500 grand, me and Carmen will do PGA radio. <laughs> well, we'll do the radio. You need a radio uh, uh, station, too, to pick up, like the PGA's got a radio station. Yeah, they do. At some How do you point? not buy the Sirius and get a station on Sirius if you want to do this the right way? At some point, I think they'll try to do yeah. all of that if they're yeah. seriously invested in it. And it appears that they are. It's good to see all this going on. It's going to make the purses better in the PGA. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, Justin Thomas said no. Just like that. See you later. You know, Tiger said no. Tiger said no. They said the high nine figures. Nicholas said no. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. They all said no. I mean, so we'll see how this pans out. Uh, Greg Norman looks like a mean son of a gun now. He sure does. He's all jacked. He used to be the affable Aussie. Man. Oh, he looks like one (laughs) of the guys in the Die Hard. They were three. He does, yes. They were were throwing Shipnuck, the the author, uh, like off of the grounds yesterday. Yeah. Scary. He looks like the South African uh, crook uh, assassin in Lethal Weapon. To, and Lethal Weapon know? 2. Yeah, yeah, Lethal Weapon 2. That's Man. Greg Norman. Looks mean is right. Oh, my God. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy. And, you know, we'll ask him about some of the U.S. Open tickets mm-hmm. for next week. We'll talk about uh, how people should be playing the finals and now that we're getting ready for game four tonight. Mike and I are going to give you a full breakdown of that game, too. we got some some thoughts on that. We want to go over a few of the angles. We'll talk some baseball. So we still got a lot to do. We're just kind of getting warmed up here. Plenty to talk about to get you set for the weekend, so don't go anywhere. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We do it each and every week for you here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week doing the podcast. Uh, you'll get the Encore replay Saturday morning from uh, 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. And it's that time of the show to take a look at some of the future tickets that are hot, what is being bought, what is being sold at the great PropSwap app. That's a free app, by the way, so you should download it or go to PropSwap.com. Luke Pergandy's with us. Oh, Carmen's running. Hey, Carmen. Hey, Mike. <laughs> What's up, bud? What's up, Luke? How are you, my friend? You ready for the weekend? Ready for the weekend. Uh, NBA Finals, of course, in full swing. It's been all we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, excellent for PropSwap. People always ask us, like, do we want outcomes? Like, uh, kind of. We want outcomes. We just want competition, right? So an example would be when Scotty Shuffler ran away with the Masters, like, People aren't really buying and selling. If you got a golfer five strokes in the lead, mm-hmm. it just doesn't, you know, if you have a shuffler ticket, it's not a ton of motivation to sell. And if you want to buy other golfers, the odds were just so deep um, that it's not that much fun. But in this situation, we got a back and forth. So between Boston and Golden State, so it's been, it's been great on props. I mean, you've mentioned it a few times in the last couple of weeks, Luke. Uh, this is a Boston team that was, you know, 100 to 1. Now they're minus 245 to win the series. Uh, even with the two-one lead going into Game Four tonight, it 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 makes financial sense if you can to cash. You can always reload. I mean, the philosophy really doesn't change, right? You you are if you've got one of those long shot Boston tickets, you really are kind of sitting on gold where you can cash regardless of what happens tonight or the rest of the series. Yes, yeah, that's it's exactly what you wanted to happen. If you're a Boston Celtics ticket owner. 
Um, for them to go up to one, that's that's exactly what you want. You can sell it at now minus money. Another question we get all the time is when should I sell my ticket? Um, my typical rule of thumb is when it gets to minus money. That's that's automatic. Like if you can sell a ticket at minus money odds, mm. that's the time to do it. And of course, going into game four, they're like minus two twenty, minus two forty, some places. Um, so get that thing posted, and as always, take a third of it, take half of what we pay you, and just go rebet Boston. So you're still cheering for the rest of the NBA Finals because it's fun to have skin in the game. We totally get it. Yeah, I see where Tatum is still favored to win the MVP, and Carmen even brought up, okay, he's dishing the ball out, uh, but Brown's playing better. I think you, you could state the case of Smart is another good game. He'll be up there, even though he didn't play uh, in, the, in the second half a lot in game one, but uh, how's that looking right now? Are people sticking with the favorite? Are they sticking with Tatum? Or are they doing what they should do, maybe try to get rid of it, even though he's favored, uh, try to make something out of it and maybe rebet it? Yeah, so certainly people are selling uh, Jason Tatum to win Finals MVP. Definitely still seeing a little bit of action on on Jalen Brown um, going into Game Four. He was about four to one to an MVP. You know, Tatum had a really bad first game. Yeah. Um, yes. So you know, I, I'm not sure that he's a lock to win this. And then of course, if you can grab Steph at, at plus money. Yeah. Um, you know, sure. I think last week, you know, when they were just down one uh, zero, Steph was around two to one. Yep. And uh, the Warriors were like plus 220. So I don't see anyone but Steph Curry winning the MVP, assuming the Warriors pull this out. So um, that made a lot of sense to me as well. So it just kind of there's, there's definitely value in the finals MVP market and the uh, shop around as always, whether it's Sub, whether it's, you know, five different betting apps that you have at your disposal shop around. The odds, of course, differ from book to book. I totally agree on Steph. If any, you know anybody out there that's either got a wagering interest or just a, a rooting interest, if you've got a Golden State ticket, if you're cheering for them, if you think Golden State's still going to win the series, you have to bet Steph. I know in their previous three titles, he's never been the MVP. I just can't see uh, if they do come back and win it, anybody other than Steph Curry being the MVP this time around. So I totally get that. Before we get uh, let you go, Luke, real quick, U.S. Open next week, always big for you guys. Um, even though yeah. uh, the PGA is <laughs> kicking a lot of guys out, a lot of those guys will still be able to play in an event that is sanctioned by the USGA. I mean, DJ's in the field. He's on the board. But I would assume lots of tickets uh, available for next week's U.S. Open at Brookline. Yeah, no, I, I snicker. Like, is there any uh, drama going on no, in the my golf God. world right Mike now? I like, talked is... about it. It's unreal. <laughs> Prop swap in Saudi Arabia. I'll run the operation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll wear, I'll wear whatever headgear they need. I'll wear the robes, the whole ball wax. Come on. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a jet over to O'Hare. We'll get you over there. Oh, yeah, uh, Saudi, Saudi Airlines. I'll, I'll even fly commercial, <laughs> which is beneath me. Okay? All right, all right. We appreciate your <laughs> yeah. cooperation. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like, it kind of makes you go think back to, like, the NFL, like, AFL days. Yeah. Of, like, you know, yep. Montana and, like, well, these guys going to go into the, you know, quote-unquote different league or, or the, the NFL. So it's wild. Um I, you know, on one hand, like, if someone dangles a check in front of you, like, yep. I understand listening. Like, you certainly have the conversation. But it, I've been stunned at how many people have have uh, joined Live. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's it's really a very volatile world um, in, in golf right now. And, and when there's volatility, sports betting um, can make you some money because it's unexpected things happen. And uh, that's when you can cash in and find some long, long shot odds. And, capitalize the props up. 
Luke, have a great weekend, buddy, and we'll catch up again next Friday. Thanks, Carm. Bye, Mike. Have a good weekend. Luke Saudi Branch. There's our guy. Hey, Love Luke. Speaking, you, I'll tell you who's going to end up in Saudi. Tony LaRusso. Yeah, Mike, they're driving me nuts. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, you know me. I back the guy, okay? But I've never seen anything like it. You're one and two on a guy. I don't care. Trey Turner, he should have grounded out the, the last time he was up. Berger doesn't charge the ball. Yeah. Now, we can yeah. pick on Tony LaRusso for that. Bottom line is I watched the game yesterday. Our left fielder. Eloy can't run the first oh. base without pulling a muscle. And now he's got sore legs again. Right. <laughs> Center fielder Roberts waiting to pull a muscle. Angle had a ball in his mitt that he should catch yeah. every single time. Our third baseman uh, has a glove. He's like Michael Jackson. He doesn't know why. He's wearing it. Burger can't field. He's a good hitter. Good hitter, and, though, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Carmen, no, left you're side right. is porous. You're, you're right. And then we don't have a second baseman. He's leading off Larry Garcia. So I, our catcher stinks. So I'm trying to figure out what White Sox fans are expecting right now. I blame LaRusso for yesterday, yeah. partly, but Berger opened up the door. Come he did, on. he did. I mean, and he's been great offensively. You know, you kind of want to get his bat in there, but the, the, we scored nine runs and lost though. And not only did he make uh, an error, you mentioned the Trey Turner play. Uh, you got to understand you the situation. The ball. Absolutely, you got to know who's running there. You can't sit back on a ball and expect no. to get it across the diamond and beat uh, Trey Turner's probably the fastest guy in the league. I mean, Look, uh, come on, it's we just, could still win the division, but, I mean, we're not a, a championship baseball doesn't look team. like it, Mike. It My doesn't. God, look at our pitchers. I, I mean, you know, we got Johnny Cueto. I mean, Although you know, he's been at least, you know, at least he's holding up his end of the bargain a little bit. Let's hope for, you know? for a long period of time. I, I, Dylan Cease, he couldn't pitch over mistakes. I know. Uh, but there was more than one. You rough. can't make four or five mistakes. I'm with you. I Especially mean, against the line. Dodgers. And then they yeah. call a wild pitch, and Grandel's got to block that ball. I mean, the whole thing is a disaster right now. Tony LaRusso, though, on one and two, you throw the ball outside. You throw a, a sinker. You try to make the guy miss. Swing you and miss. Your pitcher. Yeah. Or Come roll, on. roll over on one. Come uh, on. Rangers and White Sox tonight open up a weekend yep. series. The Cubs are – the Cubs, it's interesting here because they had the washout in Baltimore on – Wednesday. So the Cubs haven't played since Tuesday no. night. They've been sitting in New York waiting. The Yankees played last night, rallied and won in yeah. Minnesota. So they're they flew, they they're unbelievable, Mike. I mean, yeah. they're a minus two seventy favorite against the Cubs tonight because Severino's going. He was awesome his last you time out. Know something? I love. I've seen them all. You want to impress me? Cubs, Sox, sign Aaron Judge. He's, He's a free agent. You want to impress me? Sign him. Then the. Then the ballpark gets packed. He's not your the, favorite to win MVP, by the way. My God, the ball, even the ballparks. I mean, I look oh, at the God, ballpark. Yeah, they're not packed like they should be. He brings them out. He I brings them out. He brings them out. He's down to a plus 140 favorite. He's moved ahead of Shohei. Shohei was great last night. Thank uh, God. Plus 140 favorite Aaron Judge to win the MVP. He's got 22 home runs and 48 runs scored How about already. is Jesse going to write a book about men? I did suck. <laughs> I mean, my God. <laughs> my guy, Jesse Rogers. I was just reading chapter day. 13 the other day of uh, don't try not to suck. But my God, I mean, and, and Mike Trout, I don't want to hear anything more That's about these guys. Day. You know, you get, once we, like I said about Durant, you know, win a ball game for your team, and now he's got groin problems. Yeah, and now he, had, he hasn't even played the last couple. He gets couple. out of bed, he gets hurt. Boy, he's another guy looks like he's wound tight. Ah, he's awesome. Though. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, Yankees a big favorite tonight, rightfully so, because Miley's coming off of uh, a little IL stint, and oh. uh, let, let's face it, the, Yan- the Yankees tend to do pretty well Against left-handed pitching, so uh, watch out tonight. I'm Yankees at the are Dodgers and the Yankees. I mean, it should look, be an automatic. Great. Yankees are twenty-three and seven straight up at home. 
By the way, the White Sox did lose two out of three. Not that we need help from the manager or the players on our own team to a pretty good baseball team. Yeah, they're very good. And Mookie Betts (laughs) is incredible. I still can't get over Boston Red Sox trading Mookie Betts when he was 26. It's unbelievable. I can't can't get over that either. I mean, I see some... Oh, this guy lost. This guy medals that plays for Detroit. Now he was great with Tampa Bay, and they just let these guys go. They just and reload. They, they just reloaded. They're just I well run organizations. All right, when we come back, let's. Uh, you know, we've sort of like been around the edges of the big game for tonight. Mike and I are going to dive in here a little bit. Big game in Boston tonight: Warriors and Celtics. Game four, Celts up two one. We're going to talk about that little Stanley Cup uh, playoff action. What a thrilling game in the Garden last night. We'll cover all that and best plays still to come. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're cruising along. You got Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. Follow us on Twitter. Mike's at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFelco. Uh, Fridays, you'll always get the updated podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. And, of course, you get the Odds replay Saturday morning after the Sports Collecting Show from 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. We'll get some ponies a little bit later on from Jim Miller and give you our best plays. Big game four in the NBA tonight. Mm-hmm. Boy, a 9 o'clock start on Come the on. East Coast on a Friday in what Boston. That crowd's going to be liquored up something awful. I'm going to uh, be nodding off. I know, right? It's I like... remember when I was liquored up and nodding off wasn't even an option. <laughs> now I'm going to be nodding off. You know, my candy plate, I, I'll, I, you know, I eat some candy and then I pass out by the second quarter. <laughs> right, I know. It's ridiculous. The, the crowd I thought was good Wednesday night, though. I mean, I thought it was vocal. It was <laughs> loud um you know boston hasn't been as boston's been really impressive on the road in these playoffs mm-hmm. not as great mm-hmm. at home but that was a good win they're five and five against the spread at home in the playoffs they're just 21 26 and one against the number as a home favorite this season so maybe not quite as dominant as everybody thought i think the the real angle here for tonight is you know you're gonna get the best from steph I don't care how injured he is. He's I just, don't either. He's got this team has championship medal. Yep. They've won a road playoff game in twenty six consecutive playoff series. That is remarkable when you think about it. They're very good at adjusting. They've got a lot of pride. I don't have a good feeling one way or another on mm-hmm. the side in this game. I think Boston's better, quite frankly. I think mm-hmm. the best player in the series is Steph. I think Boston's the better team, but I just can't count out the Warriors or discount the championship experience that they bring to the table, especially in a big game like tonight. Well, I'm going to be making a pick on this game later on in the show for both the uh, the total and the game, but I will say this, that Steph is injured, but he's going to play. It's probable, which means he's going to be okay. He's been getting this treatment. I don't fall for that nonsense. Draymond Green, I think, comes back with a better game. Uh, you know, uh, this nonsense of that, you know, he's going to take over the media, you know, and all, and the, the new people, the ex-jocks are taking over the media. People are all nuts. Frank Gifford and Don Meredith were ex Jacks in the 70s doing mm. NFL football, okay? Yeah. So this has been going on forever. So don't think that you, because you're a basketball player, are going to come in. First of all, I couldn't listen to you. 
all right? Because you're not that well-versed on a lot of things, number one. But number two, it is a distraction. But I think he woke up. But the nonsense that, you know... Uh, they, they're hurt because people swore at them. I mean, they That's were throwing silly. stuff at the Celtic players yeah. in Golden State. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this game. I think that the the Warriors got hit by a deluge. Uh, Tatum still is, is the favorite to win the yeah. MVP, and he's not playing. I don't think worth a damn. I think Brown's your better player, uh, and and I think Marcus Smart, one of the guys I brought up earlier, has an outside shot. But I think Brown's their best player right now, Carm. I think Tatum's been good at playmaking, which has been nice. I mean, he hasn't scored maybe the way we thought. I think the assist well, that's why he have been impressive. Win. I agree, but I don't think you could give him an MVP off like off that. You know what I mean? Especially his shooting hasn't been all that remarkable. It hasn't been. If the what war- happened to Draymond Green shot? I, he, he, they don't even look at him <laughs> offensively. Oh I, I mean, they're playing on offense. And as good as Draymond is in a lot of areas, yep. I, I mean, they're playing – they're they're playing four on five. I yeah. mean, when they're on, they're not even looking at him. They don't, you know. It's just he's not a threat to score at all. Yeah, and then you know his mom's chiming in about the language and stuff. That's always the well. Worst. And then he swore with at the press conference yeah, with his kids sitting there. Like, come on, guys. Well, that's why. I mean, you know what? I mean, the the, the sand. He's got one of those hourglasses with only about thirty minutes of sand. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's basically his brain. I mean, seriously, I'm the, this guy here. You know what? He's just not focused completely, and I think maybe he will be tonight. I think so too. I just I, I think the Warriors are still a tough team to count Absolutely. out. I mean, they just and Clay are. Thompson taking hits and yeah. Looney hasn't done anything. I thought he'd do more. We'll you see. Know, we'll, those we'll guys see. on the bench have to produce a little more. Well, yeah, pool would be nice. I think for them, it'd be they, they'd love pool to see too. the pool Absolutely. that was that they saw earlier in the year. Boston's defense is just so good. When Robert Williams is healthy, he makes a big difference. So, but he's injuries. not always healthy either. He's not. I think he's really laboring on that. I knee. think his points tonight. Are over under seven and a half mm. for the game. I mean, you should be able to score Boy, eight with on the, putbacks with, alone. With the right? lobs and the putbacks alone. You Although Golden be. State's been really well prepared for right. those Robert Williams lobs. I might, I, would, I might shade under on that if I was going to take mm, it. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Steph total points for tonight twenty nine and a half. The over is actually even money. Um, I just, you know Steph, we'll see that foot. I mean, it's we'll, we, we got to watch how it plays out tonight and how much he's limited. He's been brilliant. I mean, the well, shooting... they act like you know it's just him, and I still think okay, they're underperforming a lot of the other players. But you brought it up earlier, the pedigree, man. Come on, a lot, a lot of championship medal there. They, Steph's performance the other night too, even in a loss, was awesome. I mean, awesome. They, the, what they're what they're Player forcing the him to do. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's he's Player remarkable. Of the I don't care. Never just walked in when LeBron James was in his prime and started winning championships. He's remarkable. And then I got to hear they don't have Durant. That's why they're going to lose. Durant got swept in the first round. So let's knock that nonsense off. Yeah, I, I don't know that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think. I'm sorry. He got swept. I think in they 17. They didn't win a game, Carm. No, they didn't win. I know. They didn't. <laughs> I think in 17 when they were at their best, uh-huh. Durant was so unbelievably good in that season and maybe even in 18 too that you know that that's why the I don't want to say arguments made I think made, when you're but on I, a great team I'll give you for instance when you're on a great team you can plug guys in the 84 Bears okay had Todd Bell and Al Harris right they both held out right they brought in okay the fridge and they brought in Dave Dorson mm-hmm. and they won a Super Bowl yeah because you had so much talent around you. I don't take anything away from Durant, but I've never considered him the straw that stirred the drink on that team. That's Curry. Period, I think. Mm. 
Well, if you have Curry on with Durant on the Nets, I think Durant's a better player. Interesting. You know, Kyrie, Kyrie, the fact they couldn't win a game with Kyrie Irving and Durant, even if they hadn't played together, they played Boston, and I think Boston's had a pretty good walk yeah. uh, through this through this playoff. But uh, I mean, that that surprised me. Uh, yeah, so tonight will be fun. We'll see. Big game yep. four. We'll see if Golden State can tie up the series and take it back home for what would then be a huge, critical, mm-hmm. pivotal game at number five. Yeah, and the Celtics, a four-point, right around yep. a four-point favor for tonight. Two fourteens the total. Mike told you he's got to play on both of those a little bit uh, later on. A uh, huge win last night in the Stanley Cup playoffs for Tampa in the Garden. The oh eight-game winning streak at home <laughs> for the Rangers is over. I mean, Tampa on the verge here, Mike, uh, going to a third consecutive Stanley Cup final. You want to talk about remarkable. What, what, what this franchise... Uh, has turned out, uh, right. you know, oh, really for about the last seven, eight years. But now this run where they could go back for a third straight time. Uh, game six is tomorrow. They're at home. They're a minus 185 favorite. Five and a half is the total. I'll just tell everybody this. You've got four straight unders that have hit in that series. Yep. Nine of the last ten lightning postseason games have gone under the posted total. Uh, so the way these two goalies are playing, I can see why it's five and a half. And I can see why the trend is been the unders because both have played great but what a win for Tampa last night well I mean it all goes back to game three I mean uh, you know they they could have lost that game I mean and then I turned them on because I hadn't watched hardly any of the series and then I turned on Tampa Bay and the Rangers in game three I couldn't believe how how quick the Rangers were I said, oh, boy, Very is impressed. Tampa Bay in trouble? Yeah. And maybe Tampa Bay, maybe this is the, because it's their third straight year. The legs are gone. You know, we don't play the load management game in the NHL. These guys are tough. It's okay? Amazing. And it's amazing what they are doing, and it's an embarrassment to NBA players to see it when you see what the hockey guys do. But I thought they were almost curtains. And now, I mean, that's, once again, we just talked about Golden State. Tampa Bay, Chris Bleck said it on tw- on Twitter uh, today. The most underrated, probably, dynasty of all time, maybe. I Nobody mean, talks about them. It's it's crazy. Well, right? I think it's location. Just not as popular. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. They have a huge following down Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Bigger than the race. It's, oh, my God. By right? far. I've actually been to a game, a hockey game down there in that stadium. The vibe, the energy is really cool. They've been very good. That helps. But that place tomorrow night is going to be bananas. That's, I think that's going to be a tough game for the Rangers to win. Shesterkin's going to have to try to carry them back to a game seven. But I, I think Tampa might, uh, with the home ice advantage, might close that thing out tomorrow. And by the way, uh, I want to give a note today. Uh, I saw where a great Italian-American, a man I saw play in the 1962 All-Star game, when they opened up the center field bleachers, my Uncle Joe took me to the game. Rocky Calavito hit four home home runs against the Baltimore Orioles on this day. Mm. So I wanted to, nice. yeah, and I also saw him and Maris get in an argument when Maris was playing center out of position. Calavito was playing right. I had a bird's eye view from the center field bleachers and Calavito cut in front of Maris who was in center and caught a fly ball and they got in each other's face for about 20 seconds wow. and went back to their position. So a salute <laughs> to a great Italian American. There you go. Well done. Calavito. When we come back, we're going to get some ponies with our guy, Jim Miller. Jimmy! We got the Belmont this weekend. We're going to give you yep. our best plays. Remember, Mike told you he's got uh, a couple of angles yep. here on the big uh, game four in the NBA in Boston tonight. You do not want to miss that. So don't go anywhere, folks. Mike and Carmen coming back. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000.
This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. the home stretch on the odds couple on this Friday. It's Carmen DeFalco, Mike North. We're presented by Prop Swap. And we got a big weekend that we have been preparing you for. And part of the big weekend is the Belmont, the final leg of the Triple Crown, the last of uh, the big ones ahead of the Breeders' Cup later in the year. And to help us break it down is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. He joins us each and every week, and he's one of our favorites. Say hi to Jim Miller, everybody. Jim- <laughs> What's up, Jimmy? Good morning, boys. We were talking a little travel baseball last week, and you know what? I'm going to a tournament this weekend, and I'm pondering what my decision is going to be the first time my pitcher gets ahead with a one and two count. What do you think? (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. We haven't talked about that yet, or we have talked about it. Carmen, I just went over it, but uh, the bottom line is you you don't, you just throw the ball, you semi-intentionally walk them. Yeah, right. you're a major league. You're a major right, league Mike. pitcher. You should be able to miss the zone by two or three inches. That's exactly I mean, right. On. Yeah. I mean, nobody's even bringing that up for the most part. And I'm saying to myself, how the hell do you do that? But you know what? That was a weak moment, no doubt. I know, uh, Jimmy, that will not happen. You won't put anybody no. on in a one-two count. <laughs> I, uh, I could have had one and two. I'm looking to the next batter. My that God. Out. I know. And what does it say to your pitching staff? Well, that's, a, that's a good point, too. It, it says you have no confidence. It right. says you have no confidence in a major league pitcher is basically right. what we were told there. What um, What are we looking at for Belmont weekend? What's this field shaping up like? Now, Rich Strike is a go. Right, Jimmy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rich, Rich strikes to go, guys. It's really interesting for the race because there's only eight in here. You're going a mile and a half, and everybody tends to think, oh, well, the longer distance means that it should be a race for closers because they have so much ground to make up. But it's not really the case for the Belmont because the Belmont's a race that doesn't have a whole lot of pace horses. So it's the reason Rich strikes the third choice in the race, seven to two in the morning line. We, the people, the horse that's expected to be on the lead and cruising along on the lead, is your two to one morning line favorite in there. Could be really tough to catch, but guys, Rich Strike skipped the Preakness for a reason. They wanted to point to this race, and trainer Eric Reed even said, hey, if we have to sit closer to the pace to give ourselves a chance to win, that's what we're going to do. And it wouldn't surprise me if, say, Rich Strike is seven or eight lengths off the leaders early on instead of 15 to 20 lengths back. Yeah, I think it's almost good he missed it now that I look at it because I'm anxious to see him race, Jimmy. But I want to ask you about the schedule. You know, in this day and age where things have gotten, I mean, I don't want to say softer, but seriously, from pitch counts to, you know, load management – has there been talk about moving the races, the major three, where you get a month off between each race, where this way there's no way, for the mm. most part, that a right. horseman can back his horse out of a race. There's no quick turnaround. Has there been talk about doing that down the line so they there get all been, the horses in? Oh, yeah. There's definitely been talk, Mike, and it's funny because it's kind of your younger generation versus your older generation. Your older generation's a little more traditional. They say that's five weeks for a reason because it is so tough to win the Triple Crown. Your younger generation says, well, if you have more horses with a chance at a Triple Crown opportunity, it's going to bring up more interest mm-hmm. in the sport and bring bigger crowds in the sport. And you'll see more of those horses that ran in the Kentucky Derby running in the Belmont. This year, guys, there's only three horses that even ran in the Derby that are back in the Belmont. So there has been talk on both ends of things. I tend to go more along the lines of the traditional route just because it is so hard to win those three races in five weeks. 
And that's what makes winning the Triple Crown just really such an accomplishment. Mm. All right, so how are we uh, handicapping this one? What do we like, and do we have uh, any plays at Hawthorne this weekend too, Jimmy? Plays at Hawthorne. But first with the Belmont guys, like I said, Rich Strike skipped the race for the Preakness for a reason. They're going in the Belmont. I'm going to play Rich Strike across the board only because I do think this horse will be the third choice in the race. I think We the People takes money. I think Mo Donegal takes money. So I'm going to bet the four Rich Strike across the board in the Belmont. Then two horses at Hawthorne on Saturday, one on the turf, one on the dirt. Race six at Hawthorne, but the seven undecoded across the board. This is a horse that steps up off a win. And then race eight, but the two knee deep in snow across the board. This horse, guys, was claimed for 80,000 at Keeneland last out and comes over to Hawthorne for this. Oh, wow. Start. Nice. All right. So the Belmont play is going to be rich strike across the board. And then you uh, you also like uh, Mo Donegal and the favorite, you said, right? right yeah, Jimmy? Mo Donegal and We the People. If you and box those people. three in an exacta, you should be in pretty good shape. Box those three in exacta, in an exacta is what uh, Jimmy's saying. And then two Saturday races at Hawthorne, everybody. The sixth race, the seven horse across the board, and race eight, the two horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Let's build the bankroll, guys. Jimmy, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! It's our guy, Jim Miller, uh, the one and only, and we appreciate yeah. all of his insights. It's a good question that you pose about, like, spreading it out. Spread too. it out a little bit. Then you can't give him a reason to back out or yeah. the turnaround from the Kentucky Derby to the Preakness. Okay, so spread it out. I'm Hey, look, I'm old school. Mm-hmm. I understand that it's a tough deal. But if you're going to have horses just bow out, if you're not going to have the Kentucky Derby horse in because of the amount of time of the turnaround, give them another yeah. week or two, but then will they still sit out? I don't Interesting. know. But it gives them an easier out. Now, speaking of easier outs for me, the Major League Baseball over and under reports with my <laughs> North here. I love it. Oh, my God. I got under Detroit 78 and a half. Right now they're 23 and 33. That's great. Yeah, I think you look good there. I look good. Yeah. I got the Cubs over 74 and a half. They're 23 and 33, and they got the Yankees coming up. So right now we're reeling. We're the, you know, we're reeling, but we still are in the break. My Tampa Bay Rays are great. They're 34-23. I'm looking good at over 89 and a half. And hopefully now that the Boston Red Sox are almost done playing the Reds, the Orioles, the A's, <laughs> and the, the Cubs. The Angels <laughs> w- winning two games, one to one nothing. nothing. Oh, my God. Finally, the Angels won. But Show right now. the rescue last night. Oh, they've come back from nowhere where they're two games above 500. Amazing. But I got some interesting news for them. I got some sad news for the Boston Red Sox. I just looked at their schedule for July. It's all Tampa Bay, Toronto, and the Yankees. Good luck to you. <laughs> Good luck to you because they're still the fourth best team. But, my God, do they have an easy ride right now, like a lot of teams do. They've made up ground, yep. I mean, I'm so it's so pitiful now I'm looking looking at schedules. I know, right? Well, that's what you got to do when that's you make right. those long plays. All right, Mikey, let's give some best plays for the weekend. I know okay. you've got thoughts on the NBA game, so yep. uh, we, I think we're going to spread it around here a little bit. i got a couple things I want to throw at you. So okay. what do we like for the weekend? Well, the first thing I'm going to take is I'm going to take uh, – uh, Golden State on the money line plus the I think 140 right now. Okay, and I'm also uh, you know I'll have a total in a minute. I'll let you step in, but I'm also going to take them getting the four. I'm not going to back off. I picked them to win this thing and money uh, line and plus the points. That's exactly back right. Now up. if you want, I'm not going to get myself involved with this. I could take the money line with Boston 
and and cover with with Golden State plus the four, but I'd rather go. I'm going to go this route. I'm taking Golden State all the way. Okay, I like it. I'm going to give out a baseball game for later tonight. Okay. It's uh, one of the earlier games out east, D-backs and Phillies. Mm. Phillies look to wow. make it eight in a row after the managerial change. AZ wow. is uh, three and four on its road trip through the eastern time zone. This will be the last series before they go back home. D-backs are 14 and 15 on the road overall. I like the pitching matchup here a little bit tonight for the Phillies, only because Kyle Gibson's been much better at home when he's pitched in Philly. He's got a whip below one. He's got an ERA of 348. I think the Phillies feel good right now where they are. They're rolling. I think they feel like maybe they can track down the Mets. Both the Braves and the Phillies have long winning streaks. I say the Phillies make it eight in a row. I like Philadelphia minus 140 on the money line only tonight. So that's I worked uh, with a buddy of mine, John Jansen, from Philadelphia last year, and I told him I didn't think Harper would ever, he's so ever be, get the money that he, I mean, he, for the money he's making. He's I don't so know good. if he'd ever earn it. Are you kidding me? He hit the scoreboard last night. He won the MVP last year. And if you're Joe Girardi, and you heard the comments from Thompson, I don't know what it did to Joe Girardi's career. But it's all, it's almost like he Thompson said, Well, these players now will be prepared. Mm. They'll know what to expect from the lineup. That was not a good thing for Girardi, especially in light of the winning yeah. streak. Also, I like uh the uh over okay. two fourteen tonight in the Golden State game. Over in the Golden State game. Uh I like the Phillies money line. And you know what? I like the you know, Mike and I gave this stat out when we were talking about game six tomorrow in Tampa mm. as the, the lightning looked to go back. I have a feeling Tampa with that home crowd is going to close it out, but I'll look to back the under here again, under nice. five and a half. Four straight unders, nine of the last ten. Right. Both these goalies are playing great. Let's ride it while we can. I'll say under in the Ranger-Lightning game tomorrow night. So lots of action for everybody. Uh, thanks, as always, to mm-hmm. our great guests, Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller, and thanks to Tyler Aki for helping produce the show. We'd say what about Randy, but Randy's in Indy <laughs> with his son at a baseball tournament, so he doesn't oh, have a play God. for this weekend. It's a, he's ready. He's got the, the pitch counts at 61. You know it. He's on Game Changer <laughs> doing it right now. Yeah. Mikey, we want everybody to have a great weekend. Yep. A great weekend uh, to you and B, and enjoy it. Happy wagering, and we'll see everybody again next weekend. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike Norris on ESPN 1000.